I should have saved that for my uh, character introduction. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the... Maddowcast. Ma- the the Maddow Maddowcast. Which I was not consulting Quinn's about. very Maddo about that. <laughs> <laughs> I am your Game Master Cameron. I am your first player, Ridden. I am your second player, Ryan. Ooh. What the fuck? Am I just being edged out of this podcast? <laughs> no, Ryan's the, this? Ryan's the true villain. Am I just? We got we got we got to mix things up. We got to mix oh things up so we're not like those assholes at the O damn cast side of things. Ryan, that's us. So who's the last one? It's you, Cam. What? I'm the GM now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> no, and I am your third player, Quinn. Apparently, God. We didn't consult you on any of this. You didn't consult me on anything. I've been very left out of the loop. So, if you're new to our podcast, and this is the first episode you're listening, this is a game where we play the RPG Dungeons the Dragoning 40K. It's basically a Seventh mashup. edition. Yeah, seventh edition. Thank you. It's basically a mass mashup of all the things that its creator liked. It's got bits from, like, Vampire the Masquerade. It's got bits Gross. from Warhammer 40K. It's got bits from Dungeons and yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. It's, it, got, it's got bits from Seventh uh, Sea, which is a prime game if you have not played it. I yes. recommend it. I do. There is an episode of this show where I give an overview of the system and the setting. It's called Episode Zero. So if you are curious, feel free to look that up. And thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure where to go from here. Uh, um, well, so I suppose I, you could give. Sorry, I was going to say we could give overviews of our characters. Ooh, I'll uh, I'll introduce them as the game goes, but should we just open scene? Do it. I suppose. All right, without further ado, let's begin. So, our scene starts with a rabbit folk, a Lumerian, named Doc McLeod. Doc is... Aboard a passenger ship. He had just left his home planet, or home moon, rather, and is ready to adventure to the stars. What does Doc McCloud look like? Doc McCloud. He is, uh, he, he is a cowboy rabbit, I guess, in all intents and purposes. In, for all intents and purposes. He is smaller than the average rabbit folk, probably standing at only around 0.5 meters tall. Oddly specific. <laughs> oh, you know, it's just a, <coughs> a size one. <coughs> yeah, if if I were to attach a number to it that was not half a meter, it would be probably size one. Uh, he's got a twin pair of custom-made pistols that fit his tiny, tiny, tiny grasps. Uh, he's got uh, he's got a cowboy outfit on, com- complete with spurs, a hat, and uh, the whole vest. And uh, he, he, he's a young boy. He is very small. He is very young. He knows nothing about what's outside his planet other than there are things outside his planet. So he, he, he is bipedal then if he is wearing uh, spurs. He doesn't sit like a normal rabbit. He doesn't he, hop around. He walks on two legs. He walks on two legs, yes. Well, he does, okay. he does what he feels like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a choice, really. Yeah. He, can, he can do both, but he prefers to walk around. He's pretty much like that new Pokemon, huh? (laughs) I came up with this guy before that announcement. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) So that new Pokemon, you're that old Digimon. Pokemon copied you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll sue Nintendo. (laughs) Don't forget Digimon. You need to sue Digimon, too. Well, no. 
Now, as someone uh, someone who grew up on a very isolated planet with only Lumerians, which is the name of your race, yes, you're not used to uh, you're not used to a lot of different people, and there is a lot of different people aboard this ship. All of them much bigger than you. <laughs> it's difficult to uh, find where your holdings are. Well underfoot of so many people but sure enough you're you're making your way through the hallways when all of a sudden you hear a bunch of ruckus a lot of people like murmuring among amongst themselves can i hear what the murmuring's going on about you absolutely may they're saying things like oh my god i can't believe he's here and oh wow like on this ship what and then all of a sudden oh well actually do you want to try to talk to any of them or excuse me Oh, oh, look at you, you little adorable little munchkin. Yeah, one of them tries <laughs> to pat your head. I'm going to kind of back away. I could not help but come on, uh, uh, I could not help but hear that there is uh, someone aboard this ship that uh, apparently is held in quite high regard. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, there's this uh, man who's visited this ship. Uh, he's, his name is Dick Starspeed, intergalactic hero. He didn't want to go by Richard. Yeah, uh, trust me, a lot of people have found that weird, but... Okay. And uh, what is special about this Dick Starspeed? Oh, well, he he's apparently one of the uh, greatest, greatest heroes of the galaxy. He's captured so many of the galaxy's most dangerous villains. Interesting. And all of a sudden, as you guys are conversing, the crowd parts as if they're making room for someone. And then you see... He's a human, and it looks like his clothes are sort of power armor looking, but very gaudy and ornate, with a giant cape flowing behind him. He has on his side a very uh, very decorated sword, and on his other side a pistol at his hip. A little over the top, don't you think? Well, he's known to make an entrance. Uh, as he walks down the hall, you see behind him someone of a much... Uh, Appears to also be human in size. If I had to give him a size rating, it would be four. (laughs) (laughs) However, much more hunched over and just kind of following in his uh, footsteps. Uh, As they walk by, you hear who you assume is Dick Starspeed saying, Hello, yes, uh, it's me, Dick Starspeed. Oh my god. Is he doing the finger guns and the the Tobey Maguire circus Spider-Man? He's doing the Spider-Man 3 walk? The best part is, is that as I was saying that line, I was doing... He was actually doing the finger guns, I can confirm. (laughs) (laughs) He he appears to just be basking on all the attention. However, as he continues, he kind of like slows down a little. It looks like he kind of like hears or smells or he, he senses something. And the same goes for his little servant. And their eyes turn towards you, Doc McCloud. Howdy. Say, you seem like a very interesting individual. How'd you like to come with me? All right. Perfect. You can join <laughs> my crew. Let's saddle up. Wonderful. I'm 15 years old. I never learned stranger, da- stranger danger in any capacity. <laughs> Just shiny and, shiny and dumb and easy to trick. Yeah. Yes, strange man. I'll definitely go with you wherever you want. You want me to get in your spaceship? Of course. I'll follow this weird ape person. My manservant, Baskerville, will guide you. Hello, Baskerville. Oh, well, uh, hello, you little tyke. How old are you? Well, I'm 15, sir. 
Jesus. <laughs> well, space gods, wow, you are, uh... Well, I mean, how, how old is that in human years? Put it into context for me here. What's a human? Oh, my goodness. He's stupid. <laughs> I'm clueless. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing, Jon Snow. He, as you uh, walk with uh, the... As you walk with the commander, you have a note slipped onto your person by who you assume is Baskerville. Okay, I'm going to take it and open it up, I guess. As you read it, you see it say, Shit might go down, just play it cool. Trust me. Okay. However, the time you guys spend on the ship just following around is very brief. He goes in, he talks to the uh, person in charge of the ship, and he walks out, kind of like patting his purse. Another successful negotiation. Uh. <laughs> and okay. sure enough, he uh, he escorts you to a ve- vessel. Uh, you, uh, I assume, get on with him if you've already agreed. Yeah. Follow blindly. It is a bit of a little shuttlecraft just to get someone from one ship to another. As you're traveling, uh, he, he goes up to the main cos- cockpit and says... Baskerville, be sure to get to know this fine young man, uh, leaving you and the human alone. However, as you look at him, something seems very odd about him. The first thing is that, well, he's not particularly attractive, especially by the standards of the people that you've seen. He's actually kind of kind of gross looking. The second is that, roll, per- roll a perception test for me. That goes off of wisdom? Yes. Shit. <laughs> oh, you roll one dice. I roll... I thought I put points into perception. I did. Okay. I roll four. This is wild going back to being, like, super low level. Oh. After being... Okay. Playing for so long. Being 13. just obscenely strong. Well, 13 is enough because it's fairly obvious that this guy doesn't appear to be made out of flesh. My good sir, is that, uh... It looks like wood, actually. Is, uh, is all of your kind made up of the same... Material, if you don't mind me asking. Oh, uh, well, no, I'm a bit of an exceptional uh, version of uh, my people, as it appears you are as well. Well, thank you, but no. You're, you're joking, right? No, sir. You seriously don't know? No what? Oh, well, this is going to be interesting. Tell me, kid, you got a criminal record of or, at all? Oh, yes, sir. I robbed a few banks on my home planet. And at that, he actually looks very intrigued. Really? Yes, sir. Well, you might be some use to me after all. Uh, and as he says that, you your shuttle docks with the ship of Dick Starspeed. It is, it's not a huge ship, but it is very, like, well-decorated. As you exit the ship, uh, Dick says... So, boy, you got any sort of criminal record or anything? Yes, sir. I robbed a few ho- a few uh, banks on my home planet. He then snaps his finger, then... Good, it means I don't have to frame you for anything. I'm sorry? A lot of the people that had gathered to meet him, uh, just men with guns, they all point guns at you. How many of them? There is about five. I'm going to immediately take the cowboy stance, stick my legs out, hands above the, hands above the uh, sheets... <laughs> Are you verbalizing that? That's Those are the noises that you're making? Those are the noises that Doc McCloud is making, yes. 
Lovely. At seeing you I go d- into a uh, such a ready stance, Baskerville then just kind of like clears his throat at you. Oh, right. And then I'll kind of drop down off guard, I guess. Uh, he then says, Good choice. Don't worry, Mr. Baskerville here will escort you to your holdings. Okay. Uh, and then you are cuffed, and then... <laughs> they got a custom pair of cuffs for my tiny-ass wrists, or are they just regular-sized handcuffs? They are actually just regular-sized <laughs> handcuffs. They don't actually fit that well. Okay. You could probably slip out of them if you wanted. Wow. This is, uh... Okay. <laughs> uh, Dick Starspeed then uh, leaves, as if he's going to his captain's post. The men with guns uh, offer to escort Baskerville and says... But he says, oh, no, I've got this. Don't worry about it. And so it is just the two of you alone. And he says, oh, you can feel free to take those off. Okay, good. They do not. I kind of, I lower my hands and it drops to the ground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As uh, Baskerville starts escorting you, he says, so you have no idea what's special about you. The only thing special about me, sir, is I have nothing to be special about. Oh, you, you sweet, you sweet oh, child. I'm, I'm, I'm like my Uncle Roger. See, my Uncle Roger, he, he was kind of, Almost born without magic, but he had a little bit. And that was on my mom's side, of course, you see. And I was born totally without magic. And my pa, he he, he blamed my mom. And, uh, you know, just like pa always said, should have drowned you at birth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, that got me. Oh, that was good. Left field tackle, right? Like baseball? <laughs> yeah, all the tackling happens in baseball. Yep. Look, man, that's the only reason to watch baseball is when the rare baseball fights start <laughs> Those famous baseball fights. When people just go at yeah. each other with bats. <laughs> Why do you think they give them bats? <laughs> there, go, there goes old nail bat Tommy. <laughs> you can't hit a ball for shit, but man... Get him mad. When those baseball fights start, nobody fucks with him. <laughs> so anyway, I have no magic, and magic is kind of... Everybody on everybody on my home planet has magic, and I don't, and uh, so I, uh, I left. Tell me, do you by any chance know what an exalted is? What is an exalted? Ah, well, the exalted are people who are born special or earn specialness through their deeds. They're a rank above any lesser mortals in the universe. Okay. You, my friend, me and uh, my current employer, Starspeed, also happen to be these exalted. And as a result, we we can sense people of our ilk. The reason why we picked you out is because you too are one of us. One of the exalted. Those are some mighty high tales you're telling there, sir. Can you not feel anything special coming off of me and Mr. Starspeed? And actually, now that you don't have to roll for it, now that you, like, actually think about it, you do feel a particular, a weak energy coming off of the both of them. Well, sir, I just assumed you, uh, I, I, I don't know, you're a little different, I'll give you that. Of course, I suppose neither of us know the nature of your exaltation, but... We can figure that out in time. Now tell me, Mr. McLeod, was it? Yes, sir. Doc McLeod. Doc McLeod? My friends call me McLeod. How'd you like to rob a lot more than just banks? He's going to rub his tiny little paws together. 
you have my interest. You see, with your powers, someone of your caliber can stand to do much more than simple heists. Someone of your caliber caliber, could seek to take anything he wants in the galaxy. Money, fame, fortune. You could have all of it. All you need to do is say yes. Yes, sir. That is exactly the answer I was hoping to hear. It, I cannot wait for you to meet my true master. Mm, I, until then, what, uh, what do we do? Well, I'll simply take you to him and I'll introduce you to a man known only as The Fool. The Fool. The greatest assassin to ever grace the Great Wheel. A Question. person of such magnitude. Oh, yes, sorry. What is the Great Wheel? <laughs> oh, uh, d- sorry, I forgot your. Uh, I thought forgot your clue. It just me. It's just what we call the galaxy. Okay, so everything beyond my home planet. Yes. Okay, I got. Okay, you can continue. A assassin of such magnitude that even demons procure his services. Question. What's a demon? What's a demon? Uh, <laughs> your planet is a bunch of spellcasters, correct? That is correct. Any of them, uh, any of them, accidentally spellcast too hard and then get uh, get there, go all wonky. Well, my, my my uncle Roger, I know I brought him up before. He didn't have much in the way of magic, but the one spell he did cast, he kind of got himself committed to a loony bin. He wasn't entirely sure why. Oh, Roger Rabbit. Oh, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> I actually was not running that angle, but we're here now. Well, I'm sticking to it. Yes, that was my plan the whole time. Justice plan. <laughs> well, you see, the place where spellcasters get their energy from is a place called the Warp. Right? You, you, you following me? There's a place where spellcasters get... Yes, okay. Okay. Now, any sort of, of emotional, etc. energy you output, like if you ever feel super sad or super angry... That all feeds into the warp. Okay. As energy. Right. And that energy sometimes congeals. And he's going to be looking around, patting his pockets. Uh, you, you got a pen and paper, mister? Uh, yes, of course. And he does supply you with a pen and paper. <laughs> <laughs> just an obscenely large pencil for a guy his size and a pen. Oh, yeah, no, you can hardly hold on to it. So sometimes that energy will congeal into a ball. Uh-huh. And turn into a monster uh-huh. called a demon. Uh-huh. And some of these demons are super old uh-huh. and super powerful. Uh-huh. So the fact that my master, the fool, is connected to them makes her very uh, sorry makes him very important. Uh-huh. You following? I just drew a picture of my family. See, that's my uncle Roger, <laughs> and uh, that's me. <laughs> Uh, that's wasted on you, I suppose. The only true way to understand their majesty is for you to meet in person. Yes, sir. And by the time he finishes that, he meet you uh, arrive at a very ornate-looking door on the ship. This is where Mr. Starspeed keeps all of his trophies, as he calls them. Various exalted like yourself that he has uh, somehow captured and put on ice to say that he did this great thing of combating them and, oh, trust me, he didn't actually do a lot of the heavy lifting. So, what's so special about Dick Starspeed? As far as I can tell, 
He is half as smart as the south end of a northbound horse and twice as ugly. That's exactly what's special about him. You see, he's the kind of person I like to call easy to manipulate. And by I like to call it, I just mean that he's very easy to manipulate. So my master, who has some, who does have some enemies from, uh, you know, different walks of society, uh, he decided that he needed to lay low, and where else to lay low than in a stasis pod in the ship of the galaxy's greatest buffoon. Of course, he captured some other exalted as well, and I've been personally vetting them to see if they are good candidates to serve as traveling partners for my master. A lot of them failed the test, so I simply just set their little stasis pods to kind of, uh, you know, he runs his thumb across his neck. To what? To kill them. Oh. But don't worry, you passed that test. Good. (laughs) I'm glad. He then opens the door, and you see, in a very, like, a very well-decorated stasis pod, it looks like it's very much to show off. You see, Quinn, may you please describe your character? Um, well, you see basically a very hulking mass of cloth, just a lot of draped black cloth, um, with a very smooth, very white mask on it where the head would be and it has like i don't know how to describe the face on the mask it's a smiling face it's kind of got like the crescent moon mouth and then two upside down crescent moons for the eyes so is, is it, am i essentially looking at like that puppet thing from five nights at freddy's which puppet thing from five nights at freddy's the you one know, that's a mask do you that's know a smiley face oh fuck off god damn it yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> but with more cloth i forgot about him i forgot about him because everyone forgot about Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Yeah. That's Damn. that's what I can yeah, equate it to. At... Sorry for bringing that up. Yeah, no, you're looking at the guy from Five Nights at Freddy's, basically, if he wore way more clothes. Like, this guy is just... This guy's just a real big lump of black clothing. Gotcha. <laughs> With, With a, a mask, mask on, on the it. front. Yep. Now, if, if you'll do me a favor and stand back, Mr. Martin... Or, not Martin. McLeod, sir. McLeod. I must, uh, I must prepare myself. I've been waiting for this day for a couple hundred years. A couple hundred years? Wow. My Aunt Maud, she lived the longest of any rabbit, now is only 62. You don't live long. Well, did you... Wait, how long are you expecting to live? Well, usually my folk live to about 50. Oh, my God. You are going to receive the best news in your life. <laughs> <laughs> So I figure, you know, after I, I got to make a name for myself within the next uh, 40 some odd years, you know, so back home I can stick it to Ma and Pa when they see my name on the telly. So, do you know how long Exalted usually live? We're, we're probably like a super long, like I'm thinking like 70. Take that number. Yes, sir. Oh, God, you can't do math, can you? <laughs> well, no, I, I never made it to school, sir, because I was a disgrace. <laughs> of course. <laughs> So, imagine like ten, right? Ten? Yes, I got ten. I got I got that many. All right, throw another zero onto it. That's a hundred, right? Is that still? Isn't that still ten? No, 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 no. It, oh, you put the you put the zero after the other zero. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, okay. No, yes, yes. A uh, hundred. Yes. Yes. You can live up to a hundred. That's a long time. No. Now throw another zero onto the end of that. One thousand. That is a short lifetime in exalted years. Wow. 
So you have all the time you'd like to stick it to Ma and Pa. Well, Ma and Pa are only going to be around for the next ten, so I still got to make it quick. I mean, you being an exalted is already sticking it to them. You are literally the top elite of the Great Wheel. Wow. I know this is all very... uh, very, That's amazing. This is all a lot to take in. Have you taken it all in I've taken it all in. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Exalted. So... Wow. He uh, starts... Striking poses around the room. Exalted. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He starts, uh, like, he's fiddling with buttons on the pod. And as uh, a defrosting sequence starts, he then starts rummaging around the room saying, Oh, where the hell is it? Ah, there we are. And he pulls out what appears to be a massive scythe, bigger than, well... I could say bigger than any weapon you've ever seen, but you're a bunny person, so that's not a, person. that is not a large number. Most kitchen knives are larger than any knife he's ever seen. It looks to be the size of Baskerville. That's a mighty big weapon that you got there, sir. Only fit to be wielded by the greatest assassin in the wheel. Can I touch it? You may not touch it. Okay. And, oh, I almost forgot the most important part. He, he then reaches further into the chest... And picks out a little porcelain clown doll. Um, is, uh, your master a collector of toys? Oh, quite so. You can actually, well, as much as it's a strange way of putting it, you can also count myself as one of those little things, he says, as he shows more of his wooden form. Yeah, you must be a great swimmer. You, you know, you know, my cousin, my cousin Terry... He was a fantastic swimmer. He was, he was the only rabbit who could ever swim, according to my mom. That's wonderful. <laughs> uh, then uh, a big blast of steam releases from the stasis pod as Baskerville hurriedly gets into a position where he's kneeling with his arms outstretched holding the scythe and the small porcelain clown doll at his side. The pod opens, and Quinn, you now have the floor. Um... The fool immediately just steps out, walks past Baskerville, and just like definitely grabs the scythe from him. And the little clown is like, "Thank you, Baskerville. Have you been missing, Daddy? Yes, you have. Oh, yes, you have." And he gives the clown doll a bunch of little kisses. Which is you don't have lips, so it's effectively just clacking. Yes, two I am just kind of clacking two porcelain things together. Howdy, Mister the Fool. Wonderful, you've brought me a child. He'll do me well. Um, Baskerville, how much time do we have? Oh, well, uh, they haven't been alerted to your escape yet. I did a little snippy-snippy on the security systems before I let you out. Uh, this is Doc McLeod. He is a exalted like yourself. Wonderful, wonderful. Do you think I have time to make a doll? Do you think I have time to make a doll? Do we have about an hour? Uh, yes, but I should also show you the other candidate that I picked out for your little group. Yes, yes, show me. But he starts, he starts like, ripping shit off the walls and starts... I would like to roll a crafts test because he's going to start making a mannequin. Okay. Feel free. As you do... And while you're, di- yeah, while you're doing this, you can absolutely bring out uh, Raiden. So, uh, as you do, he then says, I would like to introduce you to a bizarre specimen that we found in our travels. This is Iklorn. Iklom. He uh, mm. proceeds to show you a gigantic stasis pod. It is filled with water, and in it is a a monster. Uh, Raiden, go ahead and describe. She's got very, very long, thin, kind of spindly arms ending in regular-ish hands. Again, too long and spindly. And 
she, she just looks at you very soft and squishy. Um, and you can kind of see where bones should be on her body. She has the, the chitin on the back that is so unanimous with chitin. Where a head should, where a face should be, there is just a bone plate. And where legs should be, there is a wisp of energy. But it's, it's kind of fading because stasis pot has kept her, uh, asleep for so long. Why, oh, it's a big man. Hmm. Well, actually, the he funny thing is that I think I think the uh, I think the report said that it's a female, but otherwise, oh, wow, she's big. This is a kython. Uh, if if you know anything about kythons, they are yes, I understand <laughs> that you know nothing about kythons. They are <laughs> just a squeaky head shake noise. There's three different types of these things. There is, of course, those of which have maintained their independent thought, similar to this uh, this creature here. There are those called Tyranids that are a part of a mass hive mind, where they all contribute thoughts to a greater consciousness. And there are those called the Zerg, which are all controlled by a single consciousness. This creature appears to be a third type. It awoke on a fairly backwater but still inhabited planet, on the eastern fringe. Upon its awakel... Uh, upon its awake... Awakel? Awakel. Upon its awakel. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Upon its awake, it was able to reign command of all the dormant Kython on the planet and led a massive crusade lasting almost a millennia. That's a thousand years for you. Nodding. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it wasn't until the Ultramarines came to put a stop to the madness that it was finally subdued question yes what is an ultramarine Do you, are you familiar with the asmar no Aye. are you familiar with the gods you would be <laughs> uh, i think we worship some back on my home planet again i wasn't really invited to such uh, activities right so the gods made little little helpers little soldiers to fight against a bunch of weird sea people who attacked the wheel many, many years ago. Weird sea people? Uh, they're called, like, the Aboliths and the Mind Flayers. They're all very squid-looking. You've, you know what a squid is, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Imagine that, but a person. Either way, they, they came forth and tried to uh, enslave everybody in the wheel. The gods created the Aesmar and the Tieflings to stop it. Uh-huh. And then once they did stop it, they turned into a bunch of self-righteous assholes. Not where I thought that was going, but okay. Either way, some of those uh, Aesmar... The self-righteous assholes? Yes. Found this... Uh, they intervened on Iklalm's crusade and captured it. Her. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And, of course, then... Doc McCloud, or sorry, not Doc McCloud. That's me. Yes, you're, you're Doc McCloud. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Dick Starbleed, Dick Starbleed, interplanetary. Dick Starbleed, <laughs> interplanetary Dick jackass Starbleed. proceeded to steal the containment pod and add it to his own trophy collection. Uh huh. Now, a strange quality that this thing has is that I, at one point, believed that it was simply able to control the minds of other Kython, but. As other mortal members of the crew got near its tank to uh, clean it and etc., they started to worship the, the monster. 
I, of course, used this to uh, slowly but surely create a little bit of cult on the si- on the ship around this so, beast. Is this is this another one of them gods? No, no. Well, I mean, close, but no. Okay. Of course, we also don't know the nature of this one's exaltation, but I, I assure you that I intend to find it. Or are all his people, all of her people, that size? No. In fact, many of them are quite small. Okay. I believe that's something to do with the exaltation. Okay, 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 okay. So, Master Fool, does this please you? Shall I release it? Please do. I rolled a 42 on a crafts test also. Holy, holy shit. Wow, big numbers out of the gates. We are are level one. (laughs) (laughs) It is the finest work of craftsmanship uh, Doc McCloud has ever seen. And it's made out of random parts. That's not really like saying to try much. To, I know. I would like to uh, bind a spirit to it. All right. Do a focus test in 18. So you successfully cast and a... So is it just going straight into the uh, straight into the mannequin? Mannequin. Yeah. Yep. I'm binding it into that. I won't, I won't, it'll only have one service, so I'm just going to kind of hang on to that right now. So... If I can. Doc sees something very weird happen. Remember that mannequin that uh, that the fool crafted, right? Yes. It then proceeds to stand up in a very unnatural way, almost rising to its feet. <laughs> and its arm begins to change into that of the form of a a what appears to be a sword that uses a chainsaw as the blade. Wow, that's uh, that's mighty fine workmanship you got there, Mister Fool. <laughs> Mm, it's rusty. I'm afraid I haven't conjured in quite a while, and this is not to my liking. I thought your name was Fool. I suppose it'll have to do... Hmm? What? I, th- I thought your name was the Fool. It is. Then why'd you say it's rusty? <sighs> Baskerville, what is the meaning of this? Who is this child? Uh, well, he's an exalted. Very dumb. I'll be honest. <laughs> but... But that also means easy to trick. I, he also has uh, a pair of very rare-looking pistols on his belt, so I assume he's got some experience. Either way, he's a good lackey at worst, and at best he'll be a useful asset. So what's the plan, Mr. Rusty? Well, right now I'm releasing Iklon from their uh, chamber, and as he says that, the, the other chamber that uh, I mentioned, it also lets out a gust of steam. And as it begins to open, uh, the water from the chamber starts to leak onto the floor. Until finally, the door is open, the steam clears, and Raiden, you have the floor. I rise! <laughs> wow, he's, uh, she's got a set of pipes on her, don't she? He says, pulling, sticking a mm. finger in his ear. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck! <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? We've all seen Aladdin, but who is this? Why is she quoting this? Yes, yes, I literally just gave you the entire description of uh, F. Yes, I know you gave it, but like... uh. They pump stupid, stupid sounds through the water. Uh. It's all all I've had for so long. Oh, yes, I've been uh, been playing old old Theon movies for her while she's been uh, in cryostasis. Uh, Okay. Why? I don't know, I just, she's felt lonely. You don't think I felt lonely? The hundreds of years I was kept in that tank, you did not bring my clown to me once? 
Well, it's just that the clown couldn't stand to see you in such a uh, state of... In such a helpless state, is all. It was all It was all for the clown's benefit. I like how we just referring to it as the clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's its name. We've got the fool and the clown. The fool and the clown. The clown would have loved to see me, and you know that. Baskerville, your work here has been unsatisfactory, and I am deeply disappointed in you. We may now leave. Uh, yes, uh, about that, uh, Master. Well, Iqlong here. Uh, it, oh, yes, uh, my name is Baskerville. This is my Master the Fool, and this is Doc... I have a question for you, I have an Baskerville. answer. Oh, yes? Where is my brood? Well, <laughs> small caveat with that. Uh, you, you remember when the uh, boys in blue took you in? Yes. Yes, the Ultramarines. Uh, well, they kind of got to work taking care of the rest of your brood as well. Uh, when we found you and brought you to this ship, it was just you. Uh, though that doesn't mean exactly your brood is gone. However, I have gone through the effort of arranging for you to have a a bit of a, a, a new brood. A little bit more, uh, not as chitinous, but I'm sure you'll find it satisfactory for the time being until we can get you something more substantial. This will suffice. Find me a place that is warm. Well, the brood must nest. Uh, another another caveat is that, well, technically we don't own this ship yet. We still have one one very uh, one very pompous little thing to take care of at the head. A Mister Starspeed. Yes, uh, Captain Dick Starspeed is still in control of the vessel. However, most of the non-military crew have started to worship worship you as a god. Iklong is is that is that how we should refer to you? Is Iklong good? Yes. Yes, this will do. So, we do have all of the non-military staff on our side, but there still is the uh, small undertaking of killing everyone who isn't on our team immediately. Well, small rabbit, boy. Yes, sir? I am not a sir. Uh, um, yes, yes, ma'am. I am not a ma'am. Do not call me that. What You said your name was Rusty. You're very small and insignificant in most ways, I assume. Yes, sir. That's what <laughs> Paul always said. He we said don't nothing. have time to broach this. Apparently he said nothing to you, as is understandable. You seem you want to make a name for yourself. You will make a name in my eyes, and I will treat you with extreme respect if you were to defend me at all costs and defeat many of the people on this ship. Y- yes. So I-, I forgot. How should I refer to you? The fool. Yes, the fool. But was it a ma'am or was it a sir? That is not important. Uh, uh, yes. You will regard me as the fool. Yes, Rusty. Baskerville. Um, this is becoming very stressful for me. <laughs> after I'm, I'm many, so confused. Many years of uh, hey, uh, uh, Mr. McLeod, uh, I trust that you can go and deal with some of the... Uh, Less important, uh, or less cooperative members of the crew? Oh, absolutely, yes, sir. Absolutely. I'm uh, sure he will do it. I, I shall just, uh, make a little announcement on the PA system so that everybody knows that it's time to rise up. Uh, he then, uh, goes to the wall, holds down a little button, and says, Atten- Attention, crew, uh, this is just, uh, Baskerville calling in to let you all know that the old god has risen. Have fun with that little information. 
And within a couple of seconds, you start hearing gunshots outside. Wow. Uh... So shoot the ones in armor. Don't shoot the ones that aren't in armor. He then goes back to the PA system. Don't shoot the Lunarian. Okay. Baskerville, I'd like to leave now. Absolutely. I shall take you up to the captain's quarters where we can assume control of the ship. Thank you. Come with me, Iqualm. You seem helpful. The ship will be ours. The yes. ship will be yours. Even better. Just as long as you make sure to keep me safe, the ship will be yours. I will kill the one that has kept me here. I like this one, Baskerville. I like her. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Come, the clown. And the little clown, I want to say, the little clown is walking on its own, on its tiny little feet. It is giving walking. Little, little wooden paps it's on the ground. It's little wooden paps, and it follows me on the ground. And also, wait, so the clown is walking after... Did you say the clown is the clown is walking? Yeah, the clown is walking after me, and so is my How mannequin. How do you walk? Do you have le- Do you have a body? Do wizards have a body underneath They do there? have a body They under do have there. a body yes, under Yes, they there? just wear a lot of cloaks to conceal it. Huh. They just don't have a face. They do not have a face, no. Okay. I just have a mask. So as you, uh, as you walk, are you just casually walking through the ship? Yep. So as you're casually walking, you do see a minion squad ahead of you of seven guys with guns. There is a bunch of corpses of people who look like they were just random crew around them. Uh, they both, see, they all see you and are very shocked. Uh, you guys get a surprise round. Okay. Um, I'm going to use the surprise round to use Blink, and I will. Te- I'm going to. I promise you, this is going to sound like the beginning of something edgy, but I promise you, it's not like that. Teleports behind you. Nothing, nothing personal. personal. I do. I do have to teleport behind them. Unfortunately, well, teleport within ten meters. I would just prefer to not be in front of them because they have guns. Your blink is only within ten meters. No, 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 no. I, the the ability I'm going to use after I blink. Oh, okay. Okay, so you blink. 40, what the fuck? Yeah, no, my blink is 40 meters. Because I tell, blink allows me to teleport within uh, up to 40 meters as to a spot that is within line of sight. So I am going to, unfortunately, teleport behind them, yes. <laughs> and that's half your half your turn? Oh, you have to roll to cast it, first. Yes, it is a half action. Oh, and I did spend a resource point also to summon this ghost in the mannequin. Yes. Um, just so you're aware. So I do have one paradox at the moment. There's two tens in there, so I successfully cast a blink. Um, and then I am going to use Warping Whale, which is another half action. You throw a whale at me. <laughs> yes! I'm, I have warped and now I am a whale. No tens in there, but I do still successfully cast. So that entire minion squad is now... Um, oh, sorry, they get to roll... Uh, they do get to resist with an Arcana plus Willpower test. And I've already ruled that any spell resistance checks that would say Arcana are now level, because it's dumb that it would be Arcana. <laughs> oh, actually, they fall just short. Nice. Um, so now they are dazzled and surprised. So they're even more surprised. <laughs> they are even more surprised. So they get we, we get an extra surprise round. All right. Who wants to go next? Ryan, go next. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to unholster my pistols and I'm going to run right into the middle of these guys. I'm going to slide underneath one of their knees, like I'm going to drop down on both of my knees, do a bit of a twist and do a pop off a couple shots, pop back out from underneath them and then keep running. That's actually really cool. Go ahead. Bonus for cool? Yes, actually you get uh, two stunt dice. Two stunt dice. And I'll use one of my reactions to aim that. Okay, I'm going to aim for two raises, so three guys total. 32? Yes. That is enough to uh, 
So that was two races or three races? Two races. Okay, so in which case, yes, you uh, do slide through them, and there, there's a lot of death around you. Next up is Quinn's turn. What would you like to have your mannequin do? I'd like... Is Blink a free action, or is that a... Take Blink up? is a half action. Half action. Wait, what, school, what spell school did you take it in? Conjuration. Really? It's in Conjuration too. Neat. Yeah. I think I'd like to blink behind them. <laughs> and then can I order... <laughs> and then um, can I order my mannequin to attack them? Yep. So I'm going to do that. And would you like to go for any raises? I'd suggest maybe one or two. Yeah, I'll go for one raise. I got a 19. 19? In which case, yes, uh, your mannequin... The chainsaw on its arm revs up and it charges into the group, killing two of them. Sick. They are all very spooked by this. Now, does my my service of attack them, does that continue for all rounds of combat or just yes, one? Yes, it is until, until it is done. Until the combat is done. Okay, cool. That is much nicer than just having him attack one person and then die. <laughs> <laughs> I did my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you could word that as uh, defend me. Yeah. It is uh, since they... But I wasn't being attacked, so that then it doesn't quite apply. But yeah. they they have hostile intent. That's true. Since they lost their turn again, uh, there's one of them left... Or, sorry, there's two of them left. Uh, would anybody like to finish them off? I don't have any damaging attacks. Oh, wait, but I do have command. Ryan, would you like to shoot at them? Yeah, I'll... I'll... Yeah, finish them off. Nothing fancy, I'll just do a 1-1. One, one. Bam, bam. Uh, so that is not great, that's only a 17. 17? Yeah. That's enough to kill one of them. So, yes. And then finally, the mannequin is going to make one more attack. Okay, yeah, no, he uh, he finishes off the last one. And then the mannequin falls to the ground. He served his purpose. Is he okay? That does not matter. Moving on. Uh, okay. So the rest of the uh, rest of the situation kind of pans out like that as well, with with the fool just kind of casually walking through and around them, the people that would attack them just dying until you reach a large door that you recognize to be the door to the captain's quarters or to the main deck. I believe this is where we will find Dick Spar- Star Scum, whatever his name is. Dick Star Speed, Mister the Fool. Dick. Star Speed. That is the man who captured you and is in charge of the ship. Small one. Yes, sir. Ma'am. What do I call you? Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am will do. Yes, ma'am. You will kill him. Yes, ma'am. All right. Is, is there any vents? Uh, there is actually vents. Yes. Up, up above or down below? Uh, if you go into the vents uh, with uh, alongside them, you can find out. Okay. Like, alongside the floor in where you are. I'll run over to the vent, I guess, and take it off. As you scurry through the vents, you do see that it, there is one that leads to the roof and one that leads to the floor. I'll go to the one on the floor, I guess. Okay, as you do, you see Dick Starspeed uh, clomping around in his boots saying, What's with all the commotion going on out there? I can hardly finish my morning snack. Uh, one of the people says, uh, It looks like the entire crew is rebelling, sir. Wah, wah, wah. Can't be. <laughs> How could it possibly be? Big star speed. Ah, if it isn't my old nemesis. You. Nemesis? We met once. 
And we shall only meet once more, because I will finish you here. Well, if you finished me here, sir, that would still mean we only met once. Uh, well, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Bang! I'm- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise round. So I guess what I'm going to start zipping around the room, just pop- popping off shots. Okay. Uh, roll initiative? Yes. Nine, so sixteen. Yes, you are going first. Okay. What what do, what do I have on the room around me here? So there's a bunch of consoles that uh, seem to be just like for the actual flight. There is his uh, captain's chair, which he was on but is now standing up. There's also, of course, the chairs from everybody who was sitting at their stations. There's a glass of wine that was on his chair and a TV dinner set. <laughs> <laughs> So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run up to him and I'm going to run around him, kind of in a circle, and I'm going to pop off a shot as I'm running in circles around him. Oof. Uh, 36. 36. He's going to attempt to dodge. Oof. But he's not going to succeed. It's always fun when you have to keep a 3. So he rolled a 20, so that's a 10 added on to that. How much do you say you got total? 36. 36. Then you uh, passed with two degrees of success. Two raises? Yes. Okay, so I keep one extra dice on my damage. Uh, that is 15 damage total. 15 damage. No penetration. No penetration. Okay, that hits him. Uh, it, it does It does damage. He then uh, says, Stop running, you pesky little monster. You wascally wabbit. You wascally wabbit. What's the bonus that aiming as a half action gives you? Plus one KO. Okay. So he's going to try to... He's going to try and focus in on you as you're running around him and pop off a shot. So that's a 17. Which I miss. Yeah, I assumed. (laughs) Uh, It is now your turn. Okay. So uh, as I'm running around him, I'm going to realize I forgot something. I'm going to run back to the door. Is there any way I can open it? Yes, it's fairly easy to open. Okay, I'm going to run back, kick open the door, and then I'm going to pop off a shot from where I'm at. Okay. Same thing. 20. That's enough to hit. Okay. And, oh, he can still try to dodge, though. He actually is able to dodge out of the way. Okay. Uh, the door is open, and also, uh, Raiden Quinn, or the Fool and mm-hmm. Iqlam, you are on the other side of the door. So the door just got opened to uh, you. So would you like to roll initiative here? Uh, yes. Yes, I would. Okay, well, uh, I got tw- uh, 12. Okay, then I got 7. I got 12. All right. So that means that it is uh, your turn next, Raiden. Okay. Um, then I'm going to... How far away is he from me? He's... Uh, I'd give him a good uh, uh, 5 meters away. 5 meters? Okay. Um, these spells are all half actions, and the best part is with... Uh, what is it? Glamour Mage. It gives me an ability that I can use these non-combat ones in combat. Um, so let's go with... Uh, I will use Command. Um, I also forgot last time I rolled because of my uh, Bionic Wisp legs. They give me a plus, uh, plus six to any casting. That's weird, but okay. Well, they give anyone within ten meters of me, including me, get, get that to casting. So if anyone casts around me. You're using the command spell, correct? I am using command, yes. He's drawn a sword and a gun, correct? Yeah, uh, yes. I'll just roll his, uh, resist check right now. 
26 and spell uh, spell focus gives me three rays. Huh? You rolled a 10. Okay, well, uh, my command is for him throw down your sword. He does drop his sword. Alright, uh, so that should hopefully make something easier. Um, and then I will finish this round with a warping whale. Always a good one. Always good. Gives Dazzle. Hate these is that also dice opposed by willpower? Uh, yes, Arcana and willpower. Six. Uh, I got 22. So I successfully cast. So he is now dazzled and surprised. The good old warping whale. As a sound emanates from me, he is now dazzled and surprised. Which, in which case, this means he skips his turn. So uh, he then says, I see you've let, let the rest of the convicts out of their solitary confinement. But what's this? Baskerville? You betrayed me after everything we've gone through? He kind of pokes out from behind, uh, from behind the fool and says, What the fuck is that supposed to mean? You know I hated you. I took every opportunity to tell you I hated you. You can't trust people anymore these days. I'll have to take you all out myself. And it is now <laughs> Quinn's turn. Um, can I just summon a spirit to attack him and not bind it to the mannequin? It is a full action. And we'll just say it's bound to the mannequin anyways, because you aren't doing the rebinding thing anyways. Well, I can't just do it yet. I just can't do it yet. But Okay, yeah, I'll try to I'll summon another spirit. Ho, baby! That is... Oh, God. It's like it's Quinn's turn to roll like Ryan. Remember that any tens that you keep will cause psychic phenomena. Okay. And you also have to beat a 15. But don't you get extra for each raise you get? Yes. Yes. So that's a 44. Jesus Christ! That was two tens, so I am. I do have a psychic phenomena happening. With a plus five. I'll roll that for you. 44. Spectral Gale. Howling winds erupt around the sorcerer, requiring everyone within lots of meters. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. To take to make a target number 10 dexterity or strength test to avoid Fuck. being knocked down. Well, that's a 20. Does I failed. Four. That's a 33. In which case you pass. Only, only, wait, he has to roll two. He still did. Oh, man, <laughs> he got 10. <laughs> he needed to roll uh, wait, 10 and he got quit, 10. Er, it, he's dazzled. He still gets to roll to not fall. No, 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 I know, but wouldn't that make... You said that makes his tests harder. Oh, shit, you're right. That means he only rolled nine. <laughs> Good job, Raiden. That's the one the dazzled time. is a little bit useful. So, yes, uh, he does fall to the ground. Nice. Right. And by the way, my spirit puppet whatever has um, five services to me because of the because I got five raises. Okay. We'll just say that it's the one that you already made. You just put another soul in there. Yeah. So, yes, it uh, revs up its uh, chain sword and looks at you as if asking for a mission. Kill him. It nods at and you. And I point... Yeah, I point at Dick. And mm. he's dazzled, or he's surprised, so he can't dodge. Uh, what's his damage? 5k2. 24 damage with tearing 1. Penetration what, sorry? 4. So, as the uh, as the mannequin just fucking jabs the... Uh, the chainsword into his shoulder while he's on the ground. He lets out a scream of pain. It is now... Whose turn? I can roll back over to... If, it's, he, if he hasn't gone yet. I'm uh, surprised he doesn't yeah. get to go. So it's your turn now. Okay. Uh, nothing, nothing fancy. I guess I'm going to run back over to him, kind of keep doing my circles and pop. Okay. You do roll one less dice because he's prone. Really? Hit. Yeah. 
Because being prone makes you harder to hit. Because lying down on the ground to avoid gun. Fire. 30. 30. And you can't dodge. How many raises is that? I believe that's three raises, so that's an extra 1k1 damage. Uh, 16 damage. 16 damage? No, oh, shit, sorry, I forgot to. 17 damage. And that was pen 2? Pen 0. Oh, pen 0. Alright, so that puts him into critical damage. Yes. Hooray! The table that we won't use in the next five sessions. Because <laughs> it will either be alive or paste. And that's... No uh, in between. Impact, correct? Yes. Where does that hit him? Gizzards. Gizzards. Alright. The blow batters the target, almost stopping his heart. Gains 1d5 levels of fatigue and is stunned for one round. <laughs> uh, oh, four levels of fatigue. He's almost unconscious. So, as he lies on the ground, uh, whose turn is it next? It is, it's Raiden's. All right. Well, he's no longer dazzled and surprised, and I actually don't have any damage-dealing uh, spells. So, oh, oh, hold on, I got this. So we will... That's a 10, so this will activate perils, but um, I won't be able to cast it without it. Um, so we have 15, 19, 21, plus 6, uh, 27. 27? Yeah, so I successfully cast. That's his target number to hit. Or to resist, sorry. Oh, is it a command? Yes, I'm using command, sorry. Okay. Actually, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I got, yeah. Well, he rolled a 10, but he also rolled a 1. He's got 14 total. <laughs> Yeah, so we got 15. Um, then I will... I mean, I'm on the ground, too, so I suppose I'll spend a half action to stand up and kind of loom over him and uh, cast command, stay down. Oh, uh, by the way, you're all out of breath. That's fine. Shit. <laughs> I don't need air. You may not run. I'm immune to those kinds of effects. Oh. That's right. <laughs> So it doesn't matter. Now, are you say are you saying that that your character gives you something like that, or are you just say stay? No, <laughs> my exaltation. I'm immune to those kinds of effects. All right, that's actually pretty strong. But uh, yes, my command is for him to continue to lay on the ground. All right. Was he stunned again? He was stunned. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He was. Uh, I think that lasts until the end of. It's either his turn. It's the or critical my damage. turn. That's the critical damage. Oh, okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah, so he's, uh, he, he does hear your command, though he's a little bit too much uh, lying on the ground gasping for air to, like, actually care too much, because he wouldn't be able to stand anyways. It is now his turn. He <laughs> He's going to lie on the ground. He's uh, saying, this is impossible. I'm, I'm Dick Starspeed, intergalactic hero. I can't How did he die break? like, I can't die like this. So, uh, I know I asked this already, Baskerville. What's his exaltation? Oh, uh, his, he's just a paragon. Uh, what that is, is that uh, he is a person who was born perfect, as it would, as it were. Pretty much the opposite of you, actually. If he's born perfect, I hate to see the rest of his race. Yes, uh, he's a bit of a sorry example. Well... Physically, what? he's perfect. Mentally, he's still kind of a dumbass. I guess. Though I suppose it's safe to make that past tense. Yes. Would you say that he's a fool? Well, I don't want to be insulting Mr. the Fool over here. I'm not a mister. I wouldn't want to be insulting uh, 
the fool. Thank you. So do we just uh, kind of pop him off like this? Bang! My mannequin has not... Oh, okay. You do it? Yeah. Okay. That's what we wanted, right? So, yes. Yes. Okay. As he's on the ground, like, uh, kind of murmuring to himself, Doc just pops someone in the skull, and he stops uh, squirming. (laughs) No. This isn't so much a villain campaign, it's two villains and a clueless child. (laughs) Mannequin. Excuse me, spirit. Can I? I mean, children are the biggest villains of all of us. Sorry, Quinn. I'd like to. My next service for my mannequin is I'd like him to clean up this nasty, gross mess that we've made in here. It nods to you, and it begins to start like trying to clean it up, but then it kind of like looks at its the fact that its right hand is a chainsaw and uh, starts hacking it into smaller pieces. Well, more just trying to clean it up with only one hand. It's not going well, but it's going. Take your time. We're not in a hurry or anything. Baskerville, how do we leave? Oh, well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he says as he goes over to the main console and starts looking through the cameras, it looks like the rest of uh, Mr. Starspeed's loyal crew is being mopped up now. So would you like to address the your new crew? They're not my crew. I believe that uh, I promised it to Iklom here. As well as they are... They are her followers, so... Well, uh, what do you think, um... Actually, uh, Master the Fool, should I refer to these... Should I refer to these ones as Master as well, or should I just call them the names? I guess that's up to them. I don't know. I don't make decisions for them. Would you like me to call you Master? You can call me McLeod, my good sir. It doesn't matter. Alright then, uh, Master Iklon... Would you like to address your new uh, your new followers? They do believe you to be a ancient god who has just been resurrected. Although I'm sure we know the truth that you're simply an exalted. No, they are correct. Wait, I, th- I thought you told me this guy was or this this woman was not a god but an exalted. Well, I mean, you are an exalted. That that is what you are. Though. Could you be so kind as to uh, inform us of the nature of your exaltation? I am the perfect being. The perfect example. All will follow. So, she's a paragon too? Uh, I mean, her powers don't line up with the typical uh, paragon suite, but at the same time, I don't know much about kythons, so maybe? Until we have more information, I'm sure we'll just have to say that yes. As for you, have you came any closer to figuring out what the nature of your exaltation is? Um, no, sir. Have you tried using any of your powers? <laughs> he then he then kind of shuffles up to the fool and then says, I'm so sorry about this. I swear they seemed a lot more, a lot better when I saw them first. It is all right, Baskerville. I am immensely disappointed, and you have failed me in all ways. This has been tiresome, and I must rest. Very well, Master. I shall get your bed ready. Would you like... Absolutely. Uh, would you like Starspeed's old uh, old room? Is it nice? It's very nice. I made. I prepped it for you myself. Then yes, I'll take it. Come along, the clown. Uh, the Again, the little porcelain doll starts waddling after them. As Baskerville begins to escort her to, or escort him to his room, God, this is confusing. 
What, you're escorting me to my room? Yes. Then use them. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the crew begins to uh, amass near the captain's quarters, as well as all the uh, ship's actual flight people. They all amass to heed the words of their new god. Yes. Is that it? That's all you have to say? Yes. 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 <laughs> There's one loud reverberating yes across the entire ship. Like I said, everything's better with reverb. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, no. You are not. You are not my kin. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're not my real child. <laughs> You're not my real dad. You sound just like you my pa. Are, you are t- you are too soft. You are not Kaithen. But you see me for what I am. And that is all that matters. Roll The strong protect the weak. <laughs> Roll command or charm or something to see how well that one went. I over. have both of those. Which one goes off uh which stat? Both of them are charisma. Oh, thank God. Wait, I, I was think, desperately I think, hoping uh, that... Charm is Fellowship. Okay, then I'm going to do Command, because my Fellowship is not super high. 35. 35? Yee. They are... Well, roused isn't the correct word, because all you really did is tell them that they're disappointed that... that All you really did is tell them that you're disappointed in them, but at the same time you're happy that they're following you. So they all uh, they all take that as a bit of uh, in which case we will strive to make you proud. Wow, it really is just like uh, like the rabbits' relationship with their dad. <laughs> no, I don't want to make my dad proud. I want I want I want him to know that I was great despite him being all like, oh, yeah, I should have drowned you. As I a should kid. drown you. I should have drowned you as a child. Jesus Christ. Well, regardless. It wasn't meant to be a rousing speech. <laughs> and they all return to their stations. Good. So, Good. uh, ma'am, what, what, what are we doing now? Sorry, who are you talking to? The You, because you're the only person left in the room. Hey, oh, Kyle. yeah, I suppose. Uh, so, um, what's the plan? We must grow. Well, that's a little insulting, ma'am. I don't think I can get much bigger than this. N- not, no, not you. Numbers. Not size. Okay. But a little bit more specific as in directions we are going. Uh, as you guys are discussing this, uh, Baskerville does run back to where you guys are. He is very much out of breath, despite being made out of wood. Baskerville. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, master. It's just McLeod. McLeod. Uh, so, what's the plan? Oh, well, uh, I, I've actually got some uh, wonderful locations for the Master. A a little planet that I've been uh, keeping track of that I think will be a lovely domain. Lots of followers there. Lots. Uh, it's, it's a little undeveloped, technologically speaking, but I'm sure if we just... But that would just make it so much easier for us to just come in and take over. I'm thinking a conquest. Conquest, you say? So you're familiar with your bank heists? Yes, sir. Now imagine that, but a planet. Okay. 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 Conquest is an admirable goal. Okay. But for now, perhaps we should rest, and I we can all meet about this in a 
more suitable time when we're not all tired from combat. Well, I'm not tired, so I can go right now. Yes, well, my master is sleepy, so... Right, I, I, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, yes, quarters for the two of you. Uh, yes, for yourself, I've uh, prepared a little suite for you. Well, that's nice of you, sir, but I've never really slept much. I'm sorry? I, I, I never Dude, really slept much. Well, you know, I tried, you know, when Paul came in and he made me be quiet, but I just kind of lied there and pretend. Perhaps this is a clue to your exaltation. I don't know. He just called me a hyperactive monster. Interesting. <laughs> your, your story is getting sadder, sadder and sadder, Ryan. Everything you say just makes me feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's his super villain power. That's his insult is that he just makes people feel bad for him. <laughs> Well, my Uncle Roger, he always said I was special, but he, he was in the loony bin. No one ever listened to him. And he didn't have, really have much of the way of magic, neither, so no one really paid attention. You know, he, he was a disgrace, I guess, but people acknowledged he exists. I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> you know, we're kind of <laughs> just standing here in awkward silence. Oh, uh, so, uh... As for yourself, Iklom, I've uh, I've observed your more aquatic nature, and I have I have seen to it that there is a more aquatic place for you to reside. I convinced uh, Mister Deadboy Starspeed over there that it was a swimming pool for himself, but rest assured, this is more than uh, more than capable for your size. Thank you. So that is all. We, uh, we got ourselves, uh, we got ourselves a little posse. I believe that is, uh, a bit of a crude term, but I guess posse. What did you call me? You know, posse. You know, you all group. Part of the same, uh, two peas in a pod. Well, I guess in this case, three peas in a pod. I've never had a three pod, a three peed pod before. I only ever had the two peed pod. The three peed pod was for the winners. I'm going to the pool now. And as you leave, uh, Baskerville says, Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing you here when, uh, whenever you'd like. You are the boss, not me, so I'll just shut my mouth now. We got, uh, we got some cards we can play in the meantime. I suppose you probably have to go to sleep too, don't you? No, I don't sleep. Well, no. actually, I do sleep. Oh, man, I just completely forgot one of the big features of my exaltation is that if I don't go to sleep, I actually just deactivate it then, uh, Baskerville then just completely falls limp. Baskerville. <laughs> uh, I'm going to kind of run up and try and jump up and hit the intercom button. All right. Uh, you, one of the one of the crew sees you reaching, and they bring you a chair. Thank you, sir. They all be see, seem to be treating you with a amount of respect. This is a first. I'm going to pull out the intercom button. Uh, the fool. Master the fool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Baskerville, he just kind of crumpled into a, a pile of bones. Uh, it's, does he have a head? Does he have a room I can drag him to? He's all tucked are out. You, like, are you saying this over the intercom? Yes. Yeah, you're just saying yeah. this over the ship-wide over intercom. The ship yes. Do you have any way to answer? There is an intercom button uh, in your room so that you can make ship-wide announcements. You may bring Baskerville to my quarters.
Oh, okay, okay, excellent. I'll be right there. And he's going to hop down. And he's going to come back about 30 seconds later. Uh, Mr. The Fool? Sorry, Master The Fool? Yes? Where's your room? I don't know, because Cam didn't describe where it was. It, I, he finds it. He oh. can find my room. Yeah, no, you, you can find it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll be right there. And I'm going to... So he's not actually as heavy as you would have thought he was. Especially considering he is size 4 and you are size 1. Oh, he's you are... able to move him with considerable ease. Oh, he, he looks big, but he's not very heavy. You know, he, he's just like my other cousin Terry. You know, that made him a great swimmer. I think I did. I mention Uncle Ta- or cousin Terry, Mister uh, Baskerville. <laughs> All right, you can't hear me. Oh, cousin Terry, he he was he was Uncle Roger's son. <laughs> you know, always, always in our dark. My mom used to say that that family. That part of the family, she didn't really like to admit she was part of it. Well, you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> and sure enough, you do find uh, you find the fool's room. Now, cousin Terry, he was my absolute favorite cousin. Oh, here we are, uh, Mister the Fool, Master the Fool. Sorry. I mean, you—they're not your master. Well, I mean, I can't call him ma'am. I can't call him sir because he's not one of those. Master seems an appropriate gender-neutral term. Uh, the door opens. You. I'm going to say, when you walk in there, uh, the fool is meditating right now to reverse a couple of the paradoxes that he uh, made up because of uh, conjuring those spirits, because that's what happens when I spend resources, is I create paradoxes that I then need to unravel. Um, And one way I can do that is just by meditating for a couple hours. Uh, But when I meditate, like, images of demons appear around me and shit like that, and it's just a very horrifying cascade of images that, like, are floating in the air around me. Wow. Uh, Master the Fool, you keep some uh, odd company. Is is that that one of them new uh, moving pictures? You know, I've I've only (laughs) ever seen the ones on the telly myself, but, you know, I, I don't know how this works. It could be new. Have the clown please take Baskerville from the boy. You weren't amazed by a spaceship. But the idea of moving pictures is what gets you, huh? No, I'm not really then, sure I'm understanding the plot here, Mr. The Fool. Uh, or Ma- sorry, Ma- Master Fool. You know, it just seems the, like a bunch, of, a bunch of people saying things all on top of each other. I'm not a smart enough man to figure out what it means. Yep. The clown also has uh, is waddles over to you and takes Baskerville from you and then drags him into the room. Well, thank you, sir. You know, watch his head. I, I, I might have dinged it up a little bit on the way here. I wasn't really paying attention. I got talking about Cousin Terry. Thank you. That's all. Leave me now. Okay. And he's gonna, I guess, stomp off. Or hop off. Are you capable of stomping? No. <laughs> You're capable of flopping. I'm not, like, stomping off in a huff. I'm just kind of it's going like, about my own business. It's like Thumper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna explore the rest of this ship, and he's just gonna zip around. So, as you, uh, as you explore the ship, you become acquainted with all of its uh, stuff. It's a pretty small ship, but there's a lot of rooms in it, a lot of empty, unused rooms. The crew quarters, there's a lot more crew than you'd expect for a ship of this size. However, they all are very comfortable. Any of you all know how to play cards? Some of them do say, uh, yeah, no, we, we know. Okay, I don't know how to play cards. Could, could one of you teach me how to play cards? And that takes the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> So, time passes and it becomes the, well, technically not day because you're, in, uh, because you're in space, but the day cycle of the ship. The lights come up and the crew rouses from their sleep to become, or to do their jobs. And after a while, 
even uh, even Baskerville uh, picks himself up from the floor, wipes the dust off of himself, and realizes that he is in the fool's room and uh, silently tries to leave. Baskerville, did you pass out? Oh, well, uh, you know how it is with me. Once my batteries run dry, I just kind of pop down. Sorry. Take care of yourself, Baskerville. You're needed for many things. Oh, thank you, Master. That's uh, that's very good to hear. All right. Where are the others? Should we reconvene for today? Absolutely. Uh, I will summon the others. Of course. Would you take the clown for a walk also? He's been quite petulant lately. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I will I will gladly help take the petulant clown for a walk. This is like a fucking renaissance painting. <laughs> I love my little clown so much. <laughs> fucking mannequin walking a smaller mannequin. He's a, the, the clown is not a mannequin. The clown is a very, very small porcelain uh, clown doll. It doesn't matter. This is still a renaissance With painting. a very cute little fabric body made of satin. He's very sweet looking. So, uh... <laughs> Oh, hey, Baskerville, the funny running... I, I got learned how to play cards last night. You want to play cards? Oh, uh, in a minute, sorry. I have to awake Iklom. Oh, yes, uh, can I come with? Oh, absolutely. I have not seen her area of the ship yet. So, uh, you are brought down to a large steel door. Uh, Baskerville then says to the clown, Oh, the clown, would you like to, uh, would you like to knock on the door? The clown then nods. Baskerville holds the clown up to the <laughs> steel door. A little little clown fist knocks on it a little. I love this fucking clown so much. <laughs> uh, so Eklon does not hear it, and as uh, as the clown knocks on the door, uh, Baskerville then kind of just like kicks the bottom of the door to make a noise. <laughs> oh, look at the noise you made, the clown! Good work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that is enough to awake the clown. Yes. Uh, the door the door has not opened yet because they're waiting for you. Uh, I suppose I will drag myself out of the pool and wrench the door open. As I you drag yourself out of the pool, you do see that there is, uh, there is some uh, people surrounding your pool. They are basking in your magnificence. Good. Good. And they offer to, like, they pretty much offer to do everything for you as you leave the pool. Um, I'm I'm not going to ignore them, but I'm not going to like I'm going to like I, I'm trying to think of something that's acknowledge them without like acknowledging them. Acknowledge yes, like a like a head nod. Yes, uh, and then the door opens. Uh, you see, of course, Baskerville, Doc, and the clown. Hmm, the clown is a little off-putting. Uh, Baskerville says, I certainly hope I'm not disturbing, but if you'd like to meet us in the main deck so that we can discuss our next move. Yes, I will come with you to the deck. To the dick. To the dick. To the dick. Show me the dick. Hey, hey, Eklon, guess what I did last night? What did you do, small one? I learned how to play cards. You you want to learn how to, you want to, you want to play cards? I do not think that the cards would fit in my hands. Well, they don't really fit in mine either, see? And I'm going to hold out one ace that I stuck up my sleeve, and it's pretty much the size of my head. <laughs> it's it's totally, like, rolled. I, I, I had a hell of a time keeping a hand of ten, let me tell you what. It, it wouldn't even fit in your... 
in your sleeve. I had a devil of a time. I do not think that that we have more important things to do. Well, I mean, you know, there's probably going to be some downtime, you know. There will be downtime and I will play cards with you then. Yay. Baskerville, you want to join us when we play cards? Greatest Baskerville, (laughs) we're reconvening uh, on the deck. Captain's Brig, I think is what it was called. Uh, He meets the uh, three of you there and says, So, uh, first, for our first little uh, thing that I've thrown together for us, I've located in my travels with uh, Starspeed a planet that is completely uncharted, yet still appears to support life, which is uh, definitely a definitely a surprise. But not only does it support life, it, it, the life there seems to be quite developed. In fact, they've got very uh, various things like castles and such. It appears to be uh, the equivalent to a medieval society, though I haven't been able to get much of a view of the planet, unfortunately. So I suggest that we go over and claim it for ourselves, and unfortunately, since it is uncharted, it does not have a name, but however, that does mean that you guys get to come up with a name for it. Question. Answer. What is a medieval? Oh, uh, so, oh, you didn't go to school. I told you, no. You ever see those movies with people with swords and stuff and armor and no guns? No, sir. You've I've never only, seen a movie? I, well, I have seen moving pictures. It's just that I've only had a small collection that my mom sneaked in for me. And they was all, uh, they was all cowboys. That explains a lot. It does explain a lot. That explains so many things. Uh, I'll, I'll fill you. Long story short, it means that guns haven't been invented yet. Neither has electronics or... So, how do they quick draw? They don't. Well, some they use, have been. I'm sure some use swords or crossbows or such, but there's no paces. Unfortunately, you know, no, no, you know, no walk to ten paces and shoot. No, there's more of a run at each other with horses type thing. They have been untainted. Oh, I know horses. Horses, I know. We'll stick with that. Horses, you know. Yes, they have horses. They have many horses. Mm, okay, yes, it's hard. Many fine hard horses. to get rid of horses. Hard to get rid of horses. To be many honest, the horses. bastards just won't die. Not I true. They were die very easily. Yeah. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> Horses die very easily, actually. But the species itself, they won't die. Well... They just keep fucking going. No matter what I've tried, Raiden, they just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yes, he pulls up the location on the star map, and you begin your conquest of the galaxy. And with that, we end our first episode of the Maddowcast. Sure. Quinn, don't be so upset. (laughs) I'm not upset. Just disappointed. About <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, we didn't consult. No, I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm fine with it. Oh yes, right. Yes, the name. Mm-hmm. So this has been the first session of our brand new evil campaign, the Maddowcast. Again, if this is your first time with us, we have many places that you can contact us. We are on Twitter at Odamcast. I have no idea who the Odamcast are, though. I mean, like... Bunch of posers. Bunch of posers. Mm-hmm. We have a Tumblr also at Odamcast, where we sometimes, uh, infrequently, but sometimes post pictures of the things that happen in our sessions. Uh, things that our talented third player, Quinn, draws for us. Yup. I have not drawn shit in a very long time. I still I yeah, found look that, at uh, it. I found the Queen of Spades uh, a while ago. That, oh, yes. that picture that you yeah. did. 
Yeah. We're actually looking at her right now. Yeah, that was a good one. If you so you haven't drawn since episode seven or eight. Episode ten. Oh. My favorite is a super thick Tony Stark moon. <laughs> ah, yes, the Sailor Stark. The Sailor Stark, yes. If you have any questions for us, you can reach us at of dice and men cast of dice and men cast at gmail.com. What's that, Ryan? Of dice and men cast at gmail.com. I know this because this is my personal email address. And Cameron. not at all related to. Like, the name doesn't come from the show at all. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, finally, we have a YouTube channel where if you're interested in seeing the original proto-episodes of this podcast... I don't yeah, recommend it. Yeah, it's, uh... Yeah. It's something. It's something. It's there. Finally, if you liked what you hear and you are new to the show, you are definitely free to check out our other episodes under the name Odamcast, where we follow a similar party. Well, not a similar party. We use the same system as this, but a completely different party. And, again, thank you for joining us. I am your Game Master Cameron. I am your first player, Raiden. I am your second player, Ryan. I am your third player, Quinn. And this has been... My... Door. Door. Hey, there's an there's an A in between oh, wait, yeah. those. Oh, yeah, I, there's yeah, don't my... Know if you guys know how to spell the name you came up with. My, my Aardvark does opium. Doesn't... Oh, yeah, I like that. The My Aardvark Does Opium cast. Keep your teeth. Keep your teeth. Keep your teeth. No, wait, this one's backwards. Should we tell them to get rid of their teeth? Get rid of your teeth. Drop your teeth. Hands in the air. Give me a teeth. Drop the teeth. Drop the teeth and no one gets hurt.